It's time to play our favorite game. It's time to play the game. Our favorite game in all the world. Guess the Kickstarter from just the name. Welcome to our favorite game in all the world. And here's your host, Russ Morris Morrissey. Hello and welcome to our favourite game in all the world, the game where I read out the name of a Kickstarter and my panel of RPG experts tries to guess what it is from just the name. And with me this week is Peter Coffey from the Southampton Guild of Role Players. Hello. Hello, Peter. And Robert Mariner Dodds from Dragon Turtle Games, who will Hello. be who will be fighting yeah. for honour and the grand prize. Which is a mild sense of achievement. Uh, a mild sense of achievement. Now this is our this is our rematch, isn't it, Peter? We played this before. Is it? Yes, of yeah. course we have. Yes, I, I don't remember who won. <laughs> <laughs> so that means it was probably you. Yes. <laughs> I went to be on my CV. <laughs> well, let's let's assume, let's assume since we don't know, let's assume it was a draw. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah, all yeah, play for. Sure. it's all yeah, to play yeah. for. It's all to play for. All to play for. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Who would like to go first? I got to tell you, the you person who goes first? first gets the best one. I will let Peter go first. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, I'll go first and uh, show you how not to do it. Oh, you're going to like this <laughs> one. You are going to like it. Okay. All right, Peter. What is thirsty yes. sword lesbians? It's the best title. I told you you'd like it. I know this one. It's lucky, it's oh. lucky that you didn't oh. go first. I, I wish, I, I wish I, I, I'd gone first. I know this one very well. I but, backed it. But fortunately, oh. Peter does not. Right. Okay, so firstly, Sword Lesbians. Um, uh, I imagine it's a game where there's a lot of romance goes on uh, between lesbians. Um, I'm hoping for Swords... We're looking... No, you can't just, like, repeat the words in the title and, and call that an answer. <laughs> I mean, this is what I've done for the past two and a half years, and you've only just noticed. Well, anyway... You have to come up with a new technique. <laughs> well, you, you need to work on your wisdom perception, Russ. It's, uh, it's like in the high Maybe you should put some points into it. Uh, okay, so... Um, oh, I am trying to remember the name of that... Absolute madwoman who um, killed her husband, went having like massive lesbian affairs all the way through France, uh, including getting jewels for other people's husbands, uh, so she could kill them and sleep with their wives. Oh, uh, um, Julie uh, Dorbigny, or whatever her name was. Yeah, yeah, yes, that's right. She's it. She's in uh, your book. Yeah, uh, I remember magnificent monsters and mythological heroes. Well, she's not really mythological, but she's more historical. But yeah. My cool. Um, yeah, so I'm feeling, yeah. I mean, quite frankly, if you're going to be a, that, she is like the epitome of a thirsty sword lesbian, if you're going to ask me. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you look at her life. So, yeah, it's um, a book set around about that sort of time, uh, and you role play um, in a sort of a cross between the Scarlet Pimpernel. And uh, complete fantasy. Uh, I don't know. Let's throw some ninjas in there because why the hell not? Hmm. Can I have a guess? You know what it is. 
I guess. <laughs> I no. guess that it is a Powered by the Apocalypse uh, role-playing game by April Kit Walsh, <laughs> published by Evil Hat Productions. And you got that all from the title. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, I got that from my practice, and uh, <laughs> I've been following the campaign very closely. But this is just the thing. That's, that's who is making the game yes. and who's publishing the game, but what is the game about? The game is about we thirsty can... sword lesbians. Uh, you don't have to play a lesbian, and you don't have to play someone who's thirsty. Uh, but it's a it's a narrative role playing game um, mm-hmm. that appears. I think it's science fiction. I, I, I hate uh, to I, certainly oh. sentient gay. Space I hate, I hate to it. break it to you, Robert, but it is still Peter's turn, and you've just told him the answer, and he's yet to give his answer. I oh, thought he had, no, he did give his answer. <laughs> well, he rambled for a bit. <laughs> He said it was a role-playing game in, in kind of medieval France. <laughs> I, I know, but I like to change my mind from time to time, so maybe some sort of narrative-based uh, game. <laughs> possibly, possibly in the in the science, possibly somewhere in a science fiction setting. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's, it's a, it, it looks a, a very exciting game. That's why I kind of jumped in there because I, I I am actually very excited for that one. It does look fun. It, it looks does like look a lot fun. of fun. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, so the the tagline is uh, "Cross Swords and Fall in Love" with this tabletop RPG by April Kit Walsh, celebrating queer love and power, powered by nice. the apocalypse. Next choice. Yeah, and I have to try okay. and remember how much of that Peter got and how much of it Robert said. I think Peter got a fair amount. Oh, he got okay. very close. I'll tell you what, I will give I you. I think he just got the time period wrong. I will give you mm. fifty points out of a hundred. How does that sound? <laughs> I think that sounds very generous. Very Thank generous. You. Okay. Right then. It's now it's now Robert's turn. Go feel on, free to feel, tell me the answer. Feel, feel free to interrupt and tell him the answer. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, uh, unless it's something like the never-ending story or something. Is it, <laughs> is it, look like. I hope it's a uh, uh, carbon 2185 terminal overdrive. <laughs> <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Yes. Maybe, but no. <laughs> All right, are you ready, Peter? Oh, no, it's Robert. Like Robert. Uh, are you ready? Robert, 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 he has to be ready to jump in. All right, are you, are you ready? <laughs> I don't play this game okay. properly. <laughs> what is Death Divers? Is it a role-playing game? Mm-hmm. Supplements. <laughs> okay, so 20 questions. Is it a different game? And it's not the one you're playing, Robert. Uh, Death Divers, eh? <laughs> Yes. I check the spelling. Yes. How is it spelled? Uh, death divers. Death as in uh, the, the, and divers and it's in splash. It's important because Russ's pronunciation is so terrible. I'm like, is this a game about disabilities? You're the divers? one that can't say words. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Mr. Now, Mr. The opposite of infinite is finite. <laughs> <laughs> I once read um, Canal uh, during a, a role-playing game as cattle. I tried to read the word canal and I was oh. reading a, a, a rune description from a role-playing game cad- and I said cattle <laughs> and uh, I instantly realised my mistake. Well, at least you realised your mistake though, that's the important yeah, thing. I, I think Death Divers, I am going to assume uh, I have no idea what it is, so I'm going to guess I'm going to say what I, I want it to be. Okay. I hope that it is a tabletop role-playing game mm-hmm set in Terry Pratchett's Discworld, where you play apprentices of death 
Uh, it's some kind of weird subnautical uh, campaign setting. Ooh. Well, I'd have gone with those people doing research on the edge of the rim with the their giant. Mm, yeah, that um, would, that would be better. Down. That's what that's what I would like. <laughs> it's a bit. <laughs> I would love to play a Terry Pratchett RPG. Yeah, I think that will never be should. licensed to anyone, yeah. <laughs> especially not after the watch. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. That they mentioned the watch. Yeah. That was editing this. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, you're not allowed to do a 20 minute rant on how terrible yeah. watch. However, okay. what this is is it's a it, but this is not a podcast. <laughs> this is a science fiction RPG, a heroic dark setting inspired by ex- the Expanse and Doom. Oh. So you play as heroes on the edge of society facing a threat that none of the governments in the solar system take seriously. That sounds fun. It does sound fun. Uh, The backstory is that the solar system was settled thanks to cosmic breaching, which reduces the distance between two points by slipping in and out of another universe. The problem is the other universe is called the Pit and is home to the nastiest of creatures. And now some of those have found their way into our universe. I, I mm. gotta say that strongly reminds me of like the Games Workshop travel through the wall, which I should remind everyone, even though it involves going through a demon dimension full of mind-rending terrors, is still the safest form of faster than light travel. Yeah. <laughs> and like, what were the more dangerous ones that they discarded? That this is the safest. <laughs> that does look quite fun. Yeah. That sounds like a very fun game. That actually sounds just as fun, if not more fun, than the Terry Pratchett uh, <laughs> yeah. Edge Explorers. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I don't think you could have gotten further from what it actually was with your guest there. No, I also wouldn't have got... I don't think I could have got much closer, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I don't get, yeah, I would have never guessed that. From, from, from the name, yeah. 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 No, uh, I wouldn't have guessed okay, that. No. It's an intriguing name. I would have clicked through... It wouldn't be what I'd have been expecting. Well, no points scored there, so Peter, you're still in the lead. 50 points to zero. Pl- plenty of room for things to go wrong. Uh, there's many a slip <laughs> twixt stress and draws uh, to quote Terry Pratchett. All right, are you ready for your next one? Oh, hell yeah, hit me. This one is called The Ooze and You. I know the this one as well, but I'm you. not going to jump in. <laughs> He's got enough yeah. points. <laughs> Do you have a Kickstarter problem, Robert? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm yes, running I'm... one, so I spend all day on it. <laughs> oh, this is last of sympathy, I assure you. Um, <laughs> okay, so the ooze and you. I think this is this should be an adventure. Um, I may be slightly inspired by being by running Dead in Thay at the moment, but I like to think there's some sort of ooze wizard and uh, or a wizard that's been partly turned into an ooze and uh, you are basically sort of dealing with this sentient ooze that's following you around and it wait I'll just double check it is double O-Z-E mm-hmm. as in ooze okay yeah so <laughs> uh, 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 so it's an adventure pathway where you're trying to uh, com- where the ooze is basically acting has the Mr. Johnson sending off a series of elaborate and contrived missions until you can eventually return for the final apocalyptic showdown as it uh, forms into its full gelatinous cube slash black pudding form and attempts to take over the world in an apocalypse. Mm. 
And what system are you going with? I'll play it safe, if dead. Right, so, you are correct in that there is an ooze in it. (laughs) (laughs) He's got ones with very easy titles. (laughs) This one is... But but that's the only thing he was correct about, unfortunately. Satires. Uh, So, rather than being an adventure, what this is a supplementary book... For Pathfinder 2nd Edition and D&D 5th Edition, so you got the system as well. So two points. One that you identified that the title Yay. contained the word ooze, and a second yes. that it was for D&D 5th Edition. It's a supplement to expand ooze lore, items, mechanics, and adventures. I see. <laughs> so they introduce five oozes with both Pathfinder and D&D stats. They detail uh, items based on each ooze. They present campaign <laughs> plot hooks and encounters centred around oozes and further expand the potential of oozes in campaigns with the mechanics for levelling them up, training them, and multiplying them through fission. Interesting. I do have a question. Yes, what is your question? Do the Kickstarter stretch goals include delivery of a free bottle of jello? No. I am sorry. So this kick, this Kickstarter, uh, they've lost pieces back. <laughs> it's a very small Kickstarter, so it only has a two hundred dollar goal, and it's done one hundred and sixty eight dollars so far, and it's got thirteen days to go. So it looks like it will do it. Mm. So oh. it's one of those little tiny, mini, tiny little Kickstarters. But yeah, if you feel that your Pathfinder or Second Edition or Fifth Edition game. D&D 5th edition game is lacking ooze rules mechanics. This is the real, book for They you. all are. <laughs> mm-hmm. There is a lot. There is a, in, there is a large gap in the ooze design space. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there mm. you go. They could go. It has been, do a it whole has been filled. And Peter, you got two points there. That's 52 to, to, to nothing. Yes. <laughs> it, it, I mean, on average, this is a very good day for me, Robert. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, Robert. So this last one. It's slightly okay. hard, but it's worth so many points that if you get it, you will totally, totally obliterate those 52 points. Okay. Because it is slightly hard. So this is called Sin's Manifest Destiny. I have seen the thumbnail for this, but I have not clicked it. <laughs> Honest. <laughs> 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 oh, you're I knew. Uh, <laughs> if I had gone first, I would have wiped the floor. Uh, Marshall, since the manifest destiny would compelled you. Ah, <laughs> uh, being uh, I shouldn't have been polite. <laughs> um, since manifest destiny, mm. I'm trying to remember what the thumbnail looks like to give myself a clue, but I cannot picture. I got to tell you, the thumbnail won't give you very much because it's pretty much just the word. Yeah. I think it's um I think it's got a relatively high goal. It's not it's not a it's not a small one like ooze. Uh probably around a thousand dollars, possibly up to three thousand dollar goal. I think that Sin Manifest Destiny. I'm going to bet that it is a role playing game just from the title. A role playing game based on Japanese anime and science fiction and i don't think it uses fifth edition i think it uses a d6 based system yeah 
Hmm. Because it sounds like the sort of game that says, we're not using 5th edition because everyone uses 5th edition. Hmm. Yeah. Now Ooh. that's my answer, and I can tell already <laughs> I got no points. <laughs> I can tell from Russ's face. Is that, is that my, po- my poker face is failing me again? The more I said words, <laughs> the more words I said, the bigger Russ's frown got. <laughs> You're getting yourself in deeper. <laughs> oh, dear. So, Sins is a post-apocalyptic game. It was, in fact, uh, the best new role-playing game at the UK Games Expo Awards in 2018. Oh, wow. Okay. And Sins Manifest right. Destiny is Ooh. a supplement for that game. Interesting. So, in 2018, there was a Kickstarter for Sins... Uh, yes. uh, it's a supernatural post-apocalyptic game focused on telling the stories of powerful entities called nemissaries, like like emissaries, but with an N at the beginning. Uh, and these are reborn nemesis. or nemesises. Yes, nemesis. a combination a combination of nemesis and emissaries. Tricky, tricky, tricky plan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and these are reborn individuals back from the dead with a wealth of mysterious powers in twenty-second yeah. century Earth. Now, I would not have gotten that. I don't. Mm. I did say it was hard, to be fair. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that. I, 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 I'm I not familiar maybe, with Sins, actually. Yeah, I, I mean, I already should be, since this was apparently came in the year 2018. I I wasn't, really like in my defence, I wasn't at the UK Games Expo in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was at a birthday party. Ah, well, that's your excuse. <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's a fair enough excuse. Um, yeah. Well, Manifest Destiny. I, I mean, Manifest Destiny. I thought would be American. Manifest Destiny yeah. is the uh, follow-up to the first book. It's an expansion on the material and mechanics and lore of mm-hmm. the core book. Okay. And it's about America, it looks like. Uh, it takes place about... Did I get anything sense. right? Is it D6-based? <laughs> uh, that I don't actually know. Well, that's... It doesn't and say. was the funding goal between one and $3,000? Uh, it was £5,000. <laughs> Oh, I wasn't even close. I wasn't even close. Yeah, I bet it's probably D eight based. But <laughs> I am. I am sorry, Robert. That's okay. Uh, yeah, that's fine. That's that's two nil to Peter. <laughs> Fifty two nil, not two nil. No, well, he beat me last time as well. Oh, I see. Right. right. Oh, oh right. no, we hate it when Peter wins. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you got to stop inviting me on. <laughs> Well, should we should we move on to happier things? I, I I I've just been doing a bit of research. I think even though it's incredibly hard to find out, the Robert should have got an extra point for identifying it was a D six. Is it? <laughs> well, I'm, it wasn't enough points to win, so I'm not worried. <laughs> Look, it's what you would have done. Okay, uh, yeah, but that particular one because it was so hard, it did have. The fifty-three point multiplier bonus applied. <laughs> so, what? What? What is fifty-three times one? Oh, it's fifty-three. <laughs> what did you score? <laughs> Who knows? Who's even keeping track? <laughs> <laughs> This episode's crowdfunding projects are based on the weekly EN World crowdfunding column by Egg Embry.